All right, it's time for Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Good morning, Keith. Good morning. Let's talk about um, the update yesterday from Dr. Bonnie Henry. And one of the things that jumped out, and uh, maybe this is not a surprise to you or mm. someone following, they've ex- they're extending now the vaccine passport card system, right? The vaccine card. Yeah. So when, when was that originally supposed to expire? Uh, end of this month, End right? of this month. And right. what's interesting, and no surprise at all, it's been extended. But it's interesting it's extended to June 30th. Uh, nobody had really figured out how long that extension would be. So that's an indication, I think, again, the pandemic is going to go on. The uh, This is a six-month extension. Uh, her comments earlier, we have, and she's been saying this since day one, since the very first briefing, we're going to have to learn to live with this virus. So some of the realities uh, that have occurred in this pandemic, mask wearing is probably going to be with us for for some time uh, uh like mandatory mask wearing mandatory even, mask even wearing. though you know you just saw england just said you don't have to wear a mask anymore yeah, i i don't see us relaxing those provisions at least until the spring i think definitely the, the mask rule is going to be there for the next few months uh vaccine passports uh are going to be here and vaccine mandates are going to be here perhaps forever but certainly june 30 that's a six month extension that's not what was that fa- is that five minutes it was supposed to end at the end of this month yeah, so okay, I guess, five it's a fi- I guess it's a five-month five extension. Well, Correct what, me on my math. Let's, <laughs> let's listen to what she had to say yesterday on it. Here's Dr. Bonnie Henry. The BC Vaccine Card Program is specifically designed to address those and mitigate those risks that allow us to keep certain businesses and activities open. We'll be reevaluating as we go through this next few weeks, and as hopefully we will see a decrease in hospitalizations. Okay, so reevaluating it as we go through, because this was always, it was sort of pitched to the public at the start. This is temporary, the yeah. vaccine card. Yeah, it's also, it's also, I mean, make no mistake, it's also to incentivize people to get vaccinated. You know, yeah. there's, there's, there's a price you pay. If you don't get vaccinated, there's certain things you can't do, certain activities you can't participate in. And we sort of hit a wall in the vaccination rate where it's, you know, hovering around 90%. It really hasn't moved up much at all in terms of people getting their first dose. There's still 350,000 British Columbians who have yet to be vaccinated. You know, yesterday, uh, 144 people in ICU, 56 of those people were unvaccinated people. So 10% of the population makes up 40, 50% of the ICU cases. About 65% of the deaths are in the 10% of the unvaccinated population. So part of this is to invent, convince these people to get vaccinated. Okay, but once you not hit a, a wall at some point of sort of diminishing returns, because, I mean, once you hit 90%, I mean, there are people who will just never take the vaccine, period, no matter what you'd say to them, no matter what you do. Well, it was interesting in Quebec um, when they uh, announced that they were going to have vaccine passports for liquor stores. It went from 1,500 people a day getting vaccinated to 6,000 a day. So that was <laughs> was a pretty big motivation. And pot stores, to, too. And, and cannabis stores yeah. as well. Now, no indication BC is going to do that, but um, who knows? You know, um, they, But the emphasis right now is getting the 5 to 11-year-olds vaccinated. And NASI yesterday, the National Advisory Council on Immunization, is now saying, recommending that you should get your kids vaccinated. They had kind of weak language before. It changed yesterday so, to really try to convince parents to get those those uh, kids uh, vaccinated. But the vaccine mandate, the vaccine passports or mandates are going to be here for some time. How do you analyze the hospitalization rate that's, uh, in BC right now? I saw you break that down in the news hour last night, especially mm-hmm. the ICU numbers. Yeah, so the hospitalization number itself is sort of flatlining in a way at a very high level. We're going to crack a thousand, ca- a thousand people in hospital, no question. But it went down yesterday and went, you know, went down a couple of days before. 
So the rate of hospitalization has not spiked, but the ICU cases was the the number of people in ICU with COVID-19 is the highest that we've seen since October 29th with 144 people. Uh, 71 of those people are on ventilators or artificial breathing devices. That's in, Last Monday was 45 people. So that's is the cost. So it went from concern. 45 to how much? 71. On in, ven- people in, on ventilators. In one week. Wow. Uh, there are three people. Most of these people, again, by age group, uh, the, the majority are over 60 years of age. Yeah. And of that, even of that group, most of them are over 70 years of age, both vaccinated and unvaccinated. But there are three kids in the ICU right now under the age of 19. Two of them unvaccinated. Don't know if they're on ventilators or not. But uh, the ICU number is a bit concerning because that number is, like I say, the highest we've seen since October 29th. Okay, let's talk a little federal politics right here and conservative leader Aaron O'Toole. And we played the clip yesterday of O'Toole when he was asked about the truckers convoy. So this is the the so-called freedom convoy, truckers who are angry about the the vaccine mandate to cross the Canada-U.S. border. Rolling right now, they say thousands are going to Ottawa for a big rally. They're unhappy with the mandate. O'Toole was asked a couple of times, do you support these truckers? He's been, he's been critical of these vaccine mandates. Do you support them? Will you meet with them? He's ducking and dodging and diving all over the place. He doesn't really want to say where he stands on it. Now, you compare that to his finance critic, Pierre Poliev, who has no problem mm-hmm. sort of just trashing Trudeau on, on these vaccine mandates in, in very graphic language. So let's listen to Poliev here, and then I want to ask you about O'Toole's leadership of this party here. Here's Pierre, conservative MP Pierre Poliev. If you walk into a grocery store and you see products on the shelves, thank a trucker. If you walk into a grocery store and you see empty shelves, thank Justin Trudeau. His policy of vaccine vendetta against our hardworking truckers is going to drive up the cost for our people, drive people out of work, and leave us with empty shelves. Okay, so Trudeau's vaccine vendetta against the truckers, really going after Trudeau, but O'Toole doesn't really want to go there. He's being more no. cautious. So it's interesting um, exercise the conservatives are going through. So they're aligning themselves with a very far-right movement. This isn't just about truckers and vaccine mandates. They've been usurped by the anti-vaxxer movement, uh, the far right, uh, these are aggressive far right people. And Pierre Poliev uh, has aligned himself with this group. O'Toole won't go there. Now, O'Toole is going into a two day caucus retreat with his caucus uh, for the next couple of days. Uh, our friend Gary Mason's got an interesting piece in the Globe today saying he d- doubts that he's going to survive this thing. That Pierre Poliev has obviously staked out his leadership ambitions here. He's aligning himself with a very fringe group out there, but but they're not all fringe groups, though, right? Like, oh no, you know, they are mostly. No, hang on, groups. no, hang on a sec, because there are major business organizations in Canada who have said they're opposed to this vaccine mandate at the border, like the Canadian Federation of Independent but Business. It's, it's and, gone and beyond. It's gone beyond the vaccine mandate argument. The people who are now encompassing this protest, this convoy, this convoy, yeah. it's not about. The vaccine mandates. This is these are the anti-vaxxers. These are the the Trumpians. These are the far right. This is not just about you know uh, a public health argument whether vaccine mandates work or not. So it's uh, it's gone it's gone beyond that. And Poliev is playing an interesting little game here. He's aligned himself with this group, and O'Toole doesn't want to go anywhere near this because O'Toole again. Uh, he marches in pride parades. He's not a far-right guy. And, and Well, he understands Oliver, you need to capture the middle if you're going to win. The, the trucker convoy is not going to win vo- votes uh, in Metro Vancouver, 
Metro Toronto and Metro Montreal. That's where the oh. elections are decided. They might play well in Grand Prairie or Dawson Creek, but there's no votes out there. Okay, so is O'Toole in trouble here in oh, his leadership in of this party? Definitely in trouble. Um, he's so been in trouble. How many uh, conservative riding associations are now calling for a leadership review? I think there's three right now, um, but if there's three, there could be more. But um, we'll see if he, I mean, it's tough to take out a leader who doesn't want to leave. And we'll, we'll see if uh, if he can hang on. Okay, speaking of a leader in trouble, here's another conservative leader, uh, Boris Johnson. The, uh, Our favorite topic. The United Kingdom, the Prime Minister of the UK. So the 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 uh, Partygate scandal now, we're awaiting this report, which could come out at any time. Could be out today. Yeah, so this is the report into these parties that apparently went on well, at Town Downing Street in contravention of... COVID rules. And it's not just that um, uh, civil servant report. Now the Metropolitan Police have launched an investigation. Right. So you got a police investigation on top of the civil servant report. Uh, the walls are closing in on Bojo. Okay, have a listen to this. Now this is a conservative MP. His name is Connor Burns. Now he is a supporter of Boris Johnson. Now the latest party that's been revealed was a birthday party for Boris Johnson that happened at 10 Downing Street back in 2020. Now you'll hear this conservative MP kind of play this down, saying, look, this really wasn't that big of a party. Have a listen to what he says here, this conservative MP. It was not a premeditated, organized party in that sense. Um, that the Prime Minister himself decided to have well, sent out. Well, he, as far as I can see, he was, in a sense, ambushed with a cake. <laughs> they came to his office with a cake. They sang happy birthday. He was there for 10 minutes. I don't think most people looking at that at home would characterize that as a party. Okay, so he was ambushed with, ambushed a, with a cake. With a cake. There's already Marie so, Antoinette uh, references in the British press today. Uh, so he's becoming also an object of ridicule which never helps when you're in a crisis. So we'll see if he can survive. But I tell you, I think the um, it's going to be interesting this week. It'll probably all play out this week, and we'll see if he can hang on. Okay. All right, welcome back to the show. Taking your calls, my guest is Keith Baldry's Baldry's Beat. Let's go right to your phone calls here and speak to Ingrid in Surrey. Hi, Ingrid, go ahead. Hi, good morning. So I was just tuning into your talk show with Mr. Baldry, and I, I just really take offense to how he refers to the people of Canada, we're fellow citizens. He makes it sound like we're, you know, anti, well, he refers to us as anti-vaxxers. I've had all my vaccines since I was a kid. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I just don't believe in the vaccine for COVID. And we're, we're not out to, to, you know, cause a disruption to the world. We just want the freedom to be able to go to restaurants again, go to casinos like it's ridiculous that you can, they you, still yeah go ahead keith well go to a casino go to a restaurant but are, are you are you are you vaccinated against it's i'm not sure if you got the covid vaccine or not i am not but i have to tell you that a lot of people who are supporting the truckers right now are vaccinated it's it's, yeah. it's not it's not some wicked witch hunt where we're all gonna start a riot or anything it's just it's just time to to look at other countries and see what's happening and relax the uh, mandates. And Keith even said it himself. He said it's a bullying system to get people to get vaccinated. That's why the passports are there, the vaccine passports. No, I would argue, actually, I've seen anti-vax rallies. If you want to see bullies, go to an anti-vax rally. They yeah. threaten media. They threaten people wearing masks, demanding you take your mask off. That's the bullying mentality. Well... 
And the other thing to keep in mind is like this this trucker convoy, which we'll be talking about more later on the show. By the way, I've got federal cabin minister Carla Qualtro coming on here to talk to talk about it. You know, like the conservatives, at least Pierre Poliev, anyway, is very clearly saying like he supports the truckers, saying they shouldn't have to be required to get vaccinated across the border because it's a supply chain issue. It's about grocery store shelves and Mm -hmm. running out of food and food security. That's what he says. Now, ninety percent of the truckers are vaccinated. Well, that's right, and that's well. That's what you're going to hear from the federal government when I speak and to the this because she's going. She's going to say, "Look, the sh- the store shelves are not bare. I mean, there may be some uh, supply issues with some items, but she, I'm sure she's also going to say that this rule has kicked in, and they, I don't think they've seen a a, a, a major slowdown in cross border no, truck traffic." To, I talked to an executive of a major food chain last night, yeah. who said they did have supply issues because of the floods. Uh, early on, which knocked out the road, the highways, that was a supply chain issue. Since then, things have eased considerably. Where the concern is right now in terms of supply chain is they've got a number of work, a large number of the workforce off, uh, which was predicted by public health with COVID, uh, with uh, Omicron. They're uh, absent for a number of days, and they're literally not people there to stock the shelves. That's what's causing the supply chain issue. It's not the supply chain itself. It's actually having workers on hand to stock the shelves. Let's go to another call. Bob in Chilliwack. Hi, Bob. Go ahead. Rob. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, Rob. Oh, you mean, oh yeah. Yeah, good morning, Mike. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I just want to mention Aaron O'Toole. You know what? First, last election, first time I ever voted conservative in my life. I actually like the guy. Where I feel he failed is on the gun issue. We, you know, he... Okay, Rob, you all know mm-hmm. our porous border and Trudeau and his policies there. We need we need people there getting those guns that are coming up from the south. He waffled okay. on that. Okay. Yeah, he, he did. You're right. He did waffle on that. And by the way, he's been a frequent guest here on the show, and I've talked to him about the, the gun issue. But, you know, that's another example of an issue where the liberals kind of put him in a corner because well, Tr- Trudeau took yeah. that gun ban and he knew it was very political. He knew he knew that it was going to. Uh, divide the conservatives and put O'Toole in a very he, difficult he, spot. Exactly, and he also did that on the vaccination sure, uh, yeah. status. So O'Toole's really had a challenge. I think he's he's almost bewitched by Maxime Bernier and the PPC party. He's trying to placate those people and trying to prevent a hemorrhage of his supporters to go to them. But by doing that, he plays to the far right, and that's just not where the votes are in Canada. I'm sorry. I mean, people don't like it, but uh, the, the the cities of Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal determine the election. Suburban voters, they're not far right wing, and they're more centrist. And O'Toole just hasn't been able to figure a way to get to those people. I'm glad you mentioned the People's Party of Canada and Maxime Bernier, because there's a new poll out today from Main Street that shows the People's Party of Canada up like, I don't know, six points or something. At 13% or something. Y- yeah, 13%. All, all conservative votes. You don't think that's going to be talked about at this two-day caucus retreat of the conservatives? That's probably going to be top of the agenda. Yeah, well, right, and so they'll say, "What you should be going at? You should be going more anti-vax." Pierre like, Poliev seems to be going that way, and he seems to be also leading a poll now out by the Globe, a Nanos poll commissioned by the Globe and Mail shows him topping O'Toole, uh, albeit with very small numbers, seventeen percent to ten percent of Canadians. So, but what could he poll, be the next leader? Yeah. What that poll tells me is whoever the conservative leader is right now is dwarfed by Trudeau's numbers. Squeeze in one more call, Chris and Chilliwack. Chris, you got thirty seconds. Go ahead. Yes, I am fully vaccinated. I'm boosted. I wear my mask, not because I'm told to, but because it makes practical sense. I'm also a business leader, and I totally support the truckers not being not having the mandate on a business supply chain issue. Um, most of the people I know support that. We have, we've had uh, supply chain issues long before COVID and long before the floods, 
And we just can't continue to take these hits in our economy or it's going to cave our entire healthcare system. Chris, thank you for the call. You got the last word today. Go ahead. Again, the United States has the same rule. So it it. doesn't matter what Canada does. This is what the truckers and these people who encompass this don't realize. It's a two-way border, and the states won't allow you to come down unless you're fully vaccinated.